Good morning, guys, and welcome to the Parks Up podcast uh, with the wonderful ladies of Park Femme. I'm dying today. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so ill for like the past week, and it was finally getting better. And I've woken up this morning, my throat's swollen again. So that's fun. It's um, seven fifty in the morning right now because this is the only time yes. we could all fit in all together to film. So don't expect any of us to be on the ball at this time in the morning. No, definitely not. Mm. Let's never do this again. People will think they're like, "Oh, seven fifty in the morning. Let's like that's you know a reasonably normal time to wake up." It is if you're not people that sleep at it's like two o'clock in the morning. And you're not uni student. <laughs> I feel like a uni student sometimes. My eyes leaking. Oh, I'm crying. I'm crying. Okay. We're yet to get on to you know. Not F1 or HUB. Even then, I'm. Thank you for that wonderful reminder at this time of the morning. No worries. <laughs> You're really kind. Really kind. Yeah. What would you like to start with today? Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> I would like to start my day with sleep. Um. I don't know. Do you want to start with HUB? We could start with MotoGP, seeing as it was the only thing on this weekend. Mm -hmm. Sadly. Because it would have been nice to cure my depression. So it was the finale in Valencia, which was quite nice. It it was a quite nice ending. was actually completely fair. It was a beautiful ending. Other than way uh, you know, it was no Abu Dhabi. Glad. Um, Thank you so... <laughs> for a secondary thing to upset me today. <laughs> Fucking hell. The truth. It's the truth. Um, but yeah, so obviously all three championships ended this weekend. Um, two of them were title decided, so I just decided in Australia. But the Motor 2 ran. GP championship. I did with team new champion. I actually watched my first Moto Two race this weekend. Oh, look at that! I couldn't. Well, were you supposed to be working? <laughs> to be honest, I was working. I was working. By the way, I was, oh, okay. I had where I work, guys. I am on a fashion department, so I had all my clothes hang up on the rail. I'd managed to sort all that out. Uh, I was in the process of finishing hanging them up when it started. So I'd made mm. sure that I planned all my work so that I was out the back. So I had my phone propped up and was just like tagging everything. If work is nice. what, if work is listening to this, I did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not do that. That. <laughs> that was not me. <laughs> Diomi does not watch Moto2. I do. That's such a lie. I just don't enjoy it as much. Well, I was very happy um, for Fernandez. Yes. For winning it. He just looks Um, so happy. Right. Let's get on to Moto3. Um, So, obviously, the last race started. I think Gravara was on pole um, with, I know Daniel Lundu is starting P2. Pretty sure. Actually, maybe Garcia P3. Let me have a look. 
I should have mixed that coffee because oh. I just got a massive just shot of straight caramel at the bottom of that. Oh, mm. caramel's so good. It is when it's not I can't look at the... milky shot of caramel. I can't look at the quality result the quality results because the calendar has already gone to twenty twenty three, you know. Oh jeez, they're so, moving on fast. Yeah, MojiP's like, yeah. <laughs> Mojip's be like, sorry. Sorry? Goodbye. And I thank them for that, personally. Yeah, there, there were quite a lot of crashes in Mo3, which was really sad because obviously a lot of it's like, say, the riders' last race of the team or a last race in the championship overall. Um, so it was it was really difficult. But the the main battle in the race was between Onchu and Gus Garcia Guevara, um, and Denise was literally so close to Guevara literally the whole time. And, the whole time you're like, okay, is he gonna go for it now? Is he gonna do it now? Now, now, and it's like, um, and he went for it on the last lap, and it was like, oh my god, and and bear in mind, Denis Onju has not won a Moto Three race, never. so no, oh. he's, he's always he's always so close, yeah, and it just never happens, never happens. Um, it's really sad, <laughs> and um, he was literally leading the whole. Almost, almost all of the last lap, mm -hmm. and Izan going back in the last corner, and Izan mm. won the race. So that was that was pretty sad. Um, and then P three on the podium was Sergio Garcia, which kind of like solidified his place in the championship. He was P two in the championship, so mm. it was a Gas Gas Aspar one two, and they also won the team championship, like all that kind of thing which was quite good. And doing it in like the home race of Valencia, they always have like really big celebrations during that. Um, and obviously the 2023 grid was announced. Um, if you saw the graphic on Instagram. They look um, sick. It looks so good. Thank you, Mel. It looks Mel. so good. Um, I actually loved making it as well. Because it's just it's chill. I love doing that kind of thing. <laughs> um, and there are a lot of like quite big changes. So mm -hmm. in Moto Three, Gas Gas Aspar are completely changing that lineup because obviously Sergio and Izan are taking the step up. So they will be having Raisa Yamanaka and David Alonso next year. Um, so Alonso? David Alonso. Fernando Alonso. Oh, Hello. he was there that weekend. This weekend. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was I blame there. everything on him. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Any reason um, to blame him, I will. <laughs> um. So David Alonso is like he's currently with Aspar in Junior GP or Red Bull rookies. I can't remember which one. Um, but he's currently with Aspar there. Um, so he's just making the step up with the team. Obviously, Ryuse is joining, which is a brilliant opportunity for him um, because we've really seen him shine this year. And like seeing what he's been able to do is is lovely, especially after the year he had in 2020. Um, it's, it's definitely deserved. Um, and the KTM IO team it also has a new complete like completely new lineup. Uh, Dennis Onchu is joining the team, which I'm very happy about. Um, because it's definitely an opportunity he deserves. And I think maybe this could be the last like piece that he needs into like winning races. Because mm -hmm. he's he's always up there. And it's this year he you've seen him change quite a lot. 
usually he's branded as like a really aggressive rider and you you, you know you don't want to be in the orange on the track and but that year this year sounds it's like really an F1 changed. driver i know <laughs> <laughs> um George Russell. carry on <laughs> um but yeah so he, he's like really changed this year and he's really matured and really calmed himself down and it's I'm so glad because he's really shining with his talent. Um, and they got Jose Antonio, right? I'm, I may fuck this up. Is Rueda? Rueda? I don't know. I'm I'm not good. Um, he is the junior GP champion, if I am correct, which probably I'm not correct, but um, he is the champion of something. Um, from this year, um, and he's some sort of joining... champion. Some sort of champion, yeah. <laughs> um, so he's joining like that team, which is quite a big step. And you know, for we know, we could see like the new Pedro Costa on the team, which is quite cool. Um, Drummer Mazio is joining Le- Le- Leopard again. Um, so obviously he was in that team previously. It never really worked for him in IO. Um, I think the environment just was never right for him. Um, so he was back there. Um, what are the, any other big news? Not really. Um, obviously, there's a lot of people leaving to move up, and some just leaving overall, which I will get onto. But. Yeah, man. How do you actually get Actually, into too. like racing and like MotoGP? Because obviously, like with racing, you go through karting. So tiny like, bikes. what's that? Is it like tricycles? It's tiny bikes. <laughs> that makes more sense than tricycles, personally. <laughs> but <laughs> like mini bikes are actually the funniest thing ever. Sometimes <laughs> they get like the MotoGP riders to ride them, and it's hilarious. Oh my god! I want to ride one now. I think you would kill yourself. Yes, I want to ride one now. Oh no. Okay. Katie set her up for that. Set me up for that one. Wives for lives, just cool. not our own. That's Aww. like a tiny bike. It don't look that's, mini. That's so cute. It's a mini moto. No, mini is not a part of uh, Primus. Let's calm down. Oh, they're Shut tiny. Up. Oh, they're actually very tiny. My <laughs> knees would not be able to handle that. There's just like um, here. Yeah, so it's uh-huh. literally just kids on tiny bikes. Jesus Christ. I um, how cute it is. <laughs> um, obviously, some like take maybe more a like motocross route. Um, but obviously, the main places to build your talent is Spain and Italy. They're the most supported mm-hmm. areas of MotoGP. And it probably will be like that for a really long time. Bye, love you. Have a good day at work. Bye. Carry on. My mum was leaving to go to work. I said to her before I went on to film, I went, I'm going to go film now, by the way. So I'm going to say bye and love you to you now. Have a good day at work. She was like, all right. And then all of a sudden I hear her out of the, like, what's it called? Outside of my headset going, bye. And I'm like, I said bye to you so this wouldn't happen. No, it's fine. Carry on. Um, but yeah, so Spain and Italy are like the main places you'll see a lot of the talent built. Um, Asia is also a big one. They have um, Asia Talent Cup 
in Asia, which like brings up a lot of the talent. Um, and to get onto that in Moto Two, the the battle was between Ayogura and Augusto Fernandez. Um, so I came up through with the um, the rankings in the Asian Tal Cup and everything like that. Um, and then Augusto obviously took the, the Spanish route. Um, but yeah, so it was quite chaotic, let's just say. In the first <laughs> lap, there was, there was already a crash between Alonso Lopez and Pedro Acosta. Um, Alonso Lopez ended up going down. Pedro managed to keep going somehow. Um, yeah, it was crazy. And um, and yeah, so throughout the whole race, it was quite like a battle because um, I obviously needed to make his way as far as he could up the grid just to see if he could get it. And um, I crashed. Iogoro crashed. And that I was... remember watching that. I remember I had it that up and like touched. there was, um, I, I can't remember what crash I saw first. There was a crash, because there was quite a few crashes in Moto2. Yeah. And then I remember I turned to go say something to the person that's in charge. And then I just hear, oh no, the championship. And I just whipped my head around and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And oh, it's, it's really shit. like, it's really unlike I for this to happen. He is not a crasher, like under any means. Um, yeah, he's crashed in like the last two races, um, which is really sad. <laughs> yeah, it's so sad because he has been unbelievable this year, and yeah, I'm I'm very sad about it. And it, I'm also a bit annoyed he's not going up to MotoGP. Because that man deserves it so much. Is he sticking in my O2? Yeah. Oh. So hopefully next year's his year then. It better be. And if not, because Park Fem will help is. sponsor him to MotoGP because we'll be rich and famous by then. Um, so you'll see him. Sure. You'll see him on a pink bike. Because <laughs> if we sponsor anyone, their car has to be pink, and that's our only offer. Yeah. Park Fem <laughs> colors. Um. But yeah, so hopefully he, like, will be able to take the step up. But um, Augusto Fernandez, yeah, it was really nice to see that, wasn't it? He was he was very happy, very excited. It made me emotional, um, and this was the first moment yeah. I'd ever watched, and I'm, like, sobbing. <laughs> so I'm just so yeah, happy for this I, man I that I didn't know until that day. That's a, like, I have no, like, association with that guy at all, but I was, like, watching him, like, win that, and it was so nice just to watch and like him and Pedro, his teammate came across the line, not together, but very close. Um, and obviously for Akiyo's team, that's like the dream. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was quite good. And then to see him celebrating with like his friends, his family, and then the fans was was brilliant. If, if you were watching, you would have seen the, the white rabbits um, which were slightly terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they, yeah, that's his logo. That's why they got that going. Um, but he's Spanish, isn't he? Yeah. He is, yes. And we were in Valencia, so he won his Moto2 World Championship at his home race in his home country. Oh, yeah. I love that. Which, that must be like that a little that's bit so extra special. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah. Like, I, I love that kind of thing. And the feelings, like, around MotoGP, like, obviously, like, F1 exists and all that kind of thing. But MotoGP is, like, another... It's just, like, it's it's just completely different. Like, it's so different to f1 like even when mm -hmm. i went to the races you're like god this is just nothing like f1 and yeah it's, it's really nice um but he's making the step up to um to Moto gp next year um he will be with the gas gas team i think um but it's really funny because obviously he's like the rookie next year mm. but he's not going to be the youngest on the grid <laughs> That's still like Fabio. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, hang on a second. How old is Fernandez? 25. <laughs> I just remember yeah. watching it and I was like, Christian Horner, stay out of my room, okay? I remember watching it and I was like, he's quite fit. And I was like, no, Moto 2, you know, he's probably going to be yeah. like 18. A child. So, yeah, that's maybe not, not fit. He's 25. So my statement stands. That is a gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous man. <laughs> the statement stands. Um, yeah, it's quite funny because, well, like, like he's he. To be honest, age and these kind of things don't matter. Like, in mm -hmm. in in motorbike bike racing, it matters a lot less than F one. Because yeah. from <laughs> for a really long time, we had like. Like this year, at least, John McPhee. So it was his last year in in Mo three, but he's twenty seven. Jesus! Oh wow! Well, I don't know, know why the age twenty seven scared me for a second. I think it's because it's three years away, <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Oof! It's like no. nine years for me. Oh my god! Okay, hell. No, that was disgusting. That was a disgusting statement from you, though. <laughs> I promise I'm doing um, sensible things right now. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I still believe you. Um, but yeah, so the podium was Augusto Fernandez. Augusto Fernandez. No. Pedro Acosta, because he was first. I knew you were doing that. Um, yeah, Pedro Acosta won the last race of the season, which is quite nice considering like the injuries he's had this year. Hmm. Like he he broke his femur in um That's mad to me that someone could just break their femur. Testing. I think he was also believed that that was mad. Like I don't think he really like it how, was crazy and I remember Like in my head right now, it's like how the fuck do you break your femur and still go on to win a race at the end of the year? No, yeah, the femur is the exactly. biggest, hardest, yeah. most dense bone of that stupid body. Not his stupid body, yeah. just the body is stupid. Um, no, his stupid body, definitely his stupid body. Well, I, I love the biggest Pedro, bone by the way. and strongest bone of all of our but... stupid bodies. And he snapped it, and we're still winning races by you know six months later. Yeah, that's Pedro. If if you watched Moto Three last year, and if anybody has, you know how Pedro is just another breed of rider. Like that man is so consistent so unbelievable and seeing him i'm so glad he got that win because he deserves it so much 
and I I saw him in in Silverstone. So Silverstone was the race that he was trying to make his comeback for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw him in the paddock the day he was getting his like his um, medical test. Yeah. And literally as soon as I saw him, I was like, "There's no way that man is going." I'm like, my my friend who I was with was like, "What do you mean? Like he's he's walking around fine?" I was like, "No, mm-hmm. there he is not." I like he he's not he couldn't like straighten his leg while sat on his moped and I was like there is no way that man is getting on a bike and like my friend's like no 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 like and everyone's like oh Pedro's probably gonna make come back this race even like the journalists who were in the paddock at that time were like oh yeah Pedro yeah we expect him to be fit and I was like no <laughs> all right that's right so um to be fair I got an email literally during the MotoGP race saying MotoGP Silverstone 2023 tickets are here and I was like thank you for that (laughs) I was like right in the middle of the MotoGP race are you just not watching the race here admin sending out emails midway through the race honestly MotoGP is the most chaotic kind of thing ever in terms of media and publication because it's just non-existent yeah because this is i want to say it's tommy from wtf1 purpose yeah i, that I, I really I, agreed I with yeah is that moto gp would be bigger if they didn't hide it behind a massive paywall because i remember I... when i was searching for a stream yeah thank you to the absolute babe that is karen for streaming it through to me because if not i would not have been able to watch that like I pay for Now TV. BT Sport is not on Now TV. Like, I only pay for Sky Sports. Like, to then have to pay for BT Sport, which is fucking expensive, I'd like to point Mm -hmm. out. Especially when you don't already have BT. It's it's £25 a month just for the sport. Fucking hell, that's a lot. Just bear in mind, I pay already £20 a month for Sky Sports. That is so for me to that, but yeah. So for me to then have to pay an extra twenty five pound on top just to be able to watch like MotoGP. I think And I then think I was like, should... oh, they have something like F one T V. Maybe I'll just pay for that each month because it's not gonna be more than twenty five pounds a month, is it? Two hundred pounds a year. For yeah, F one TV? I... No, no MotoGP's version oh. of F one TV. I was like, I am not forking £200 out of my bank account right now, thank you, just to it's watch one honestly, race of the season. Honestly, I I feel really strongly about this because I think it really is, and I've, I've said this for a really long time, it's massively hindering MotoGP getting bigger because they, yeah. it's not accessible. No. You can't even look at live timing without having to pay. Yeah, and their highlights... <laughs> The Moto, it's the Moto GP's actual YouTube channel does not even show any of the highlights. Like, you have to go on the BT one or, like, whatever. But I remember, yeah, like, when that's... I used to watch it, we used to watch it on the fucking Freeview TV. I think it was on, like, Channel 3, maybe? I don't know. I didn't yeah, used to be the one to put the it on. Yeah, that, like, when, like, Mo- I, I have to fully applaud the BT team. Because their coverage for MoGB, as much money as it is, is brilliant. It is so good. Um, obviously, you have like Susie Perry leading the team, who's been with 
Big up Susie Perry. I love that woman. We lost. <laughs> She's a queen. Um, and it's just it's such amazing coverage. They have such good relationship with a lot of the drivers as well. Uh, drivers, riders, um, and the coverage that they provide is brilliant. And I, to be honest, I wouldn't really want anything else. Yeah. But when you look at what is happening with MotoGP, is that they are living excuse me in in the dark ages because yeah. they're just not providing what they need to they're not getting um the social media coverage they need to they're not maybe provide they're not they're not catering to the certain target audience that they really should which is now towards the younger fans because they're still doing older fans and when they do try and target towards the younger fans they don't do it right yeah and they say oh right uh the the attention of the younger ones is is not like there's not, they don't have a lot of an attention span blah 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 you'll have sprint races okay so do you want to try that like you know maybe like a couple of races a year no we're going to do it every single race next year and everyone's like oh okay okay you want to do it every single race without even trying without even trying it yeah yeah Okay, but it's like it's just Formula it's Formula One isn't all that accessible, and I will always slander Formula One for how inaccessible it is. Yeah. But it is more accessible MotoGP than Mo- MotoGP, and that's saying something. Like ultimately, in the, like if you uh, wanted to literally just watch the F one race, you didn't want to pay for like anything or whatever. Like I'm pretty sure it's Sky Sports for like a tenner, you could watch that race. Uh, just for that day. Literally, you could just watch Sky Sports for that day. For, like, bog standard tenor. If my OGP... Like, if BT did something like that, I would have fucking paid it in a heartbeat just to watch mm. that finale. Like, easy peasy. But Formula One, literally within two hours of the race ending, those highlights are up on that YouTube channel for you to watch. So if you missed it, go straight it there. Is, you can pay F1 TV. It, it, it doesn't work. I'm pretty sure we can't watch it on F1 TV in the UK. No, your case. Because it's um, bought out by Sky. Mm-hmm. But we... If you have F1 TV here, you can re-watch the race, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you can. Yeah, so I, you won't be able to watch it live. Races. Yeah, you won't be able to watch it live, but if you paid for F1 TV, literally after it ends, you can put it on and rewatch it. Would you be able to do that at MotoGP? No. It, it does bother me quite a bit, because... Honestly, MotoGP is struggling. And if we're going to be completely honest, especially after Valet left, it's it's struggling because he is such a big following. And mm-hmm. if you watch if you watch Magello this year, you would see the amount of people there and be shocked because there was no one there. And you go like I went to Silverstone, so I. I went to the Silverstone British GP, which was actually the best experience ever, and I I am doing it again. I'm really um, tempted to go this year. I I'm doing it again because it was, it was actually the best thing. I can get off of work. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's brilliant, and seeing that kind of thing, like there were many, like so many grandstands weren't open. It was it was crazy, like. We walked past Luffield, so I, I sat in Luffield for F1, 
We walked past Love Field from OGP, and there was literally a whole grandstand missing. Like it didn't even, it didn't, it wasn't even there. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I swear there was something there. Yeah. I swear. Um, and it just, it's. I think the only good thing that I can say about that is that the people who watch MoGP do genuinely care for it. Yeah. And anybody, that's what I really liked when I visited. Like, everyone actually cares. There's not, that's not one person that's there that like, oh, you know, it's this, I'll just pay for it because, you know, loads of people like it at the moment and it's glamorous and it's, you know, it's the big new thing. And, but MoGP is literally just a bunch of people coming together because we love bikes <laughs> that, is, that is what it is and it's it's lovely the moto mummy um, maybe <laughs> yeah, yes maybe i should get on to um gp now i actually have to that. um yeah actually guys I, I have to go um i got really really no you're gonna busy. sit through this you're gonna sit through this and hear the oh. ending. obviously yes contender last race down to, I say down to, I would say down to the line tell us it wasn't really it was not down to the line we had four laps left and they said Fabio Quartararo's lost this and I was like yep cheers I'm going to bed I'm going to bed goodbye if we're going to be honest if we're going to be honest it was it, it was kind of sealed before the race started yeah I yeah, kind I of forgot. going after the after I saw qualifying I was like literally unless Peko DNS he's lost he, like Fabio's lost it but even then, like, before qualifying, it's kind of all... No. Other than, like... Practice, practice. one! Practice one gave me the biggest... Other than practice. <laughs> other than practice. Because, if you didn't know, Pekka had, like, a 23-point lead. So, like... He Fabio was needed to win. Yeah. And he, he was practically like lower than and... Um, there was kind of, like, other than like literally crashing out or being that done over by the pressure. Yeah. And the Yamaha magically becoming a rocket other than the shit box it is. No, I realised this weekend how much of a shit box it is. Yeah. And it yeah. made me want to throw myself off a cliff. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, it's like watching Mercedes all over again. Thank you. Because this year's car is yeah, a shit box there as well. It, I yeah, so shit boxes Fabio... support. Yeah, so Fabio actually did qualify ahead of Peko, but with not a good enough margin, unfortunately. It was like... No, but I think I think even to get on the second row in that Yamaha is unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, I can see your monster cam. <laughs> my shirt isn't You're here sure yet, not. so this is my this is my support for my. I boy. was gonna I was gonna put on my Mark top to be honest. I just haven't. I stained my Alex top this weekend. I'm fuming. Oh, um, uh, wait. Can can I though? Before I get too emotional, Frankie Morbidelli finishing what tenth in the shit box. Proud moment. I was very proud. He deserves it after I was the year very he proud. had. He's he's after had a shambolic year, year this year. That's one thing I've noticed. Like you see Fabio always like right up the top, finishing like anywhere between like first and fifth and then there's Frankie's like then finishing like 20th and I'm like how is this occurring <laughs> oh wait <laughs> the and bike obviously that is genuinely the bike is so shit yeah and Fabio is the only one that can make it work um I'll get on to another thing that like is a big thing in um MoGP that's happening 
Um, it was very interesting being able to actually um, involve myself in a MotoGP conversation once because I actually watched a race because I could. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I like, I like not rider, scrambling. I'm, I'm a oh, Moto yeah, Mummy yeah. Junior. Yeah, Moto Mummy Junior at the moment. Hell. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, there were quite a lot of crashes during this race as well, which was again Crazy. really sad because oh. it's a lot of their like last races with the team. Yeah. So like um, Darren Binder. Again. Darren Binder. It. Um, also, Paulus Spargo crashed out, which is really sad because yeah, it's his last so with Repsol um, with Honda. I was literally I was so sad. Um, and. Um, uh, obviously, Darren Binder down. Um, Alex Marquez and Cal Crutchlow also crashed, but um, Cal didn't rejoin and Alex did right at the back of the grid. Um, so it was Cal's, <laughs> once again, Cal's last race in MotoGP, because he seems to have that like every year, um, because someone <laughs> gets injured, someone needs replacing, and Cal's like, well, I guess it's me again. Um, Hi again, and, it's me. Yeah, basically. Um, and obviously it's Alex's last race with LCR. Um, Honda overall as well, because he's, he's joining this, he's joining Grassini next year which is really yes. cool. Let's um, go. and then Mark unfortunately DNF'd um, which is pretty sad but um it's just how quickly I just went. it is blocking it out to be honest he he was really ill the whole weekend um so it, the fact like he was on his bike was surprising so not like I but like he was not 100% yeah, he wasn't 100%, so, yeah. Um, Joan Zarko also crashed. Uh, Jack Miller also crashed. Mm-hmm. Oh, that hurt my heart. Hurt? That hurt my heart. In the moment, I was like... I, in my At first, I was like, yes! And I was like, actually, no! Yes, no! I don't know whether to be happy or sad! Because obviously, at that point, it then meant one less person for Fabio to over to like try and overtake yeah. to potentially win the yeah, championship. Really but I was like, no, because I actually quite like Jack Miller. I also found out we've been saying Jorge Martin's name wrong this whole time. Jorge Martin. Yeah. Martin. But it's because in my head, because I just see Jorge Martin as Josh Martin. Oh, <laughs> but I then automatically Jorge Martin when it's actually Jorge Martin. Okay, Martin. I oh, love saying like loads of these names, so that's sorry. The only reason that reminded me is because every now and then in my head I get Jake Miller and Jorge Martin confused. Jake oh. Miller, Jack Miller. Oh god, <laughs> oh, it's too early for this, but yeah, I just remember seeing him like drop down the standings, and just immediate first thought was, Yes, well, I suppose to Fabio to like overtake, and then I went, No, Miller, no, <laughs> yeah. And um, it was it was the perfect send off for Suzuki. So, so Alex oh, ended yes. up winning the race, Rins. and it was actually one of the Alex most who? emotional things I ever watched. Rins. Alex wins, fall for it every time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll take it. Um, but yeah, so so if you don't know, it's Suzuki's last race in MotoGP. Um, they pulled out of MotoGP, and. 
for them to win the last race on the season. Oh, iconic. Do we Maybe know? Cry. Do we know why they've pulled out? Well, they said financial reasons. They also pulled out of um, the Endurance Cup, the Endurance Championship, which they are like gods in. Like they are the Porsche of the Europeans. <laughs> sorry, that was. Like... <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, I went with Porsche. Porsche, 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 Last year, Porsche also lost. Okay. Well, whatever. Bosa, bosa, bosa. But alright. They only, they only won like their riders' championship like two years ago. They won with Jonia in twenty twenty, and they were like, "Yeah, we can't financially do this." And everyone was like, "What do you mean? You can't financially do this?" And I think I, um, Alex Rin said like. Having that happen in the last race was kind of a big, I think, literally in in his words, I quote, well, I don't quote, not completely, um, but from what I remember, um, he literally was like, that was a big fuck you to the factory and whoever decided, yeah, we're going to stop doing this mm -hmm. because so many people are out of jobs. It's unbelievable. So many of the mechanics, so many of the team members literally don't have jobs for next year. And... It's it's really sad to see. Um, so hopefully they all they all find their way. But watching Renzi win that last race and and see the emotion of everybody face, you know you know how much it means. And yeah. Oh, it was a lot. How many teams do they have? Lot. Do they have one team or do they have two? Suzuki. Mm -hmm. One. Oh, just the one. Is there going to be like a team that mm -hmm. replaces them next year? No. So there's an empty hole. There is an empty hole. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um. But yeah, due to shall we the start our team? Just... Yes. 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 I'll be team principal. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to. Ask. You have to dress like Toto Wolf at every single event. Oh hell yeah! I literally have his shirt like in my car. You can't um, wear that. We'd, oh, we could make the Obviously. sickest MotoGP team. We'd win all the time. Who would we? Who would we put on our team though? We need two drivers. Mark and Fabio. Yep, perfect. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Celeste. That was funny. <laughs> we wouldn't win anything. Just... Oh, oh, really? Oh, really? oh, is that where we're going with this? Okay. 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 I hate to break it. Eight world championships collectively. Yeah. Actually, no, nine. 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 Nine, nine to, your, wow. to your how many? How many? One. Uh, yeah. One. Well, I didn't. I didn't say my ride was better. I just said we would be injured all the time, breaking no. bones. No, 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 no. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. Yeah. You won't win. <laughs> yeah. Well, you we said didn't, we didn't win. win this year, so. Okay. There was twenty-five points. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're having Monster Energy yeah. as, a, as a sponsor. I don't care. Monster Energy is coming as a sponsor because I want to be able to drink Monster Energy every weekend while I'm Monster at the race. Monster Energy. Oh, you get free monster at Moji's GP, by the way. I'm going. Hang on, I need to buy some tickets now. <laughs> I, I I literally drank so much monster while being that was really bad. I just turn oh up every God. like ten minutes, and they'd be like, "Didn't I just serve?" No, 
No, I'm a new person. They don't. They don't even. New, like new, new person. <laughs> Completely new person. I, I, yeah, I, I took so much. I also used it as mixer. So. Did nice. you know that actually specifically says on the can, "Do not mix with alcohol," Naomi? Does it? Yeah. Hang on. Where is it? Why does Spoon sell it then? <laughs> don't know, but I'm thankful for them. <laughs> you got me onto that as well. Blaming you for that. I swear it says do not drink mixed with it. Might not be on this specific can. But on one of the cans, it might be the original monster it says on it, do not mix with alcohol. Mm-hmm. But I know it does somewhere. No, it's not on here. Just as high caffeine content, not recommended for children, pregnant or breastfeeding women, or people sensitive to caffeine. Consume responsibly. Normally where it says consume responsibly, it says do not mix with alcohol. It might be one of my... This is the can I need to take out of Um, thing. Yeah, but obviously, due to the results, Peko Banyaya won the Motor Championship. Which, honestly, watching as as well, watching that was so amazing. Because Peko can be a really, like, I, th- I think he was obviously under quite a lot of pressure. Valet was was in his box oh, for the last there. race. That's why he won. Um, I would want Valentino in my, in my box in a heartbeat. He was the man yeah, I... Um, no, he was, like, the uh, man Valet. that made me fall in love with MotoGP in the first place. Like, I used Valet. to be sat there at my Sunday mm. roast and I'd be watching the screen and I'd just be like this the whole time. The exact same the way regret. I look at Jensen Button was the way I used to look at Valentino Rossi when I was seven years old. <laughs> Honestly, the regret I have for not getting tickets to his last race in like in the UK is unbelievable. That He's will doing... always be my like the one thing. Um, there's two things I'm... that I have always That's... regretted and will always regret. Not seeing Jensen Button race live and not seeing um, Valentino Rossi race live. Yeah, that's why well, I'm like I'm not, really glad that I got to watch. Do, F1 he doesn't do bikes anymore, but he does the yeah. GT endurance, GT. so he'll yeah. be at Brands Hatch next year. Yeah, but it's not the same as seeing him on a bike. But you get to do a pit walk, and then and I would get, get down see... on one knee and ask him to marry me. I saw that video actually. I saw that <laughs> video of everyone like flocking in, into the pit lane in Brands. On that. Mm. that was chaos oh my god um, can i <laughs> um <laughs> next year when we're at the races and stuff walking through like the pit lane paddock area whatever every single race i'm gonna get down on my knee to celeste and ask her to marry me to see what the reaction is every single race <laughs> i'm just making it a constant thing for whole Maybe we get in somewhere. we're gonna range. we're gonna we'll have to so point. many photos they'll be like yeah. did you uh, propose a month ago no no she said no Alice, i'm not gonna lie <laughs> It's it's gonna get to the point where you won't be able to get on your knee anymore, considering what we were literally talking about yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I need to when I call. You won't be able to get on your knee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am so okay. So for guys, for people wondering, I messaged the group. <laughs> I messaged the group chat yesterday because I have, um, right. Okay, That's so extremely it's extremely high mobile. <laughs> it's technically. Um, a registered disability however it completely depends on the severity of the situation so um, it's a hypermobility um, syndrome and it's rated on a scale up to nine and it depends how high you score on that it depends on if it would technically be considered a disability but because you can literally score one or two on the day yeah and um, because you can score one or two on there 
it's the reason why you can't apply for like um certain disability things or like if you did it's like a much longer process so like you know like although you could literally be in so much agony and cannot walk like it does it means like you still can't apply for like you just gotta live with it <laughs> kind of anything basically um you yeah it's literally just a live with it situation but yeah i score very highly on there my score uh is actually a nine out of nine which means the severity of it is very very high and it does cause me problems every single day of my life um there is not a single day of my life that i have lived in the past six years where i have not dislocated one of my joints every single day for six fucking years do you know how many days that is that's a lot of fucking days and like nine like i'd say maybe seven times out of ten it doesn't cause me any sort of like issue really like it's uncomfortable and it's a weird feeling and it obviously does make me nervous to do things like i could go on a simple walk and my hip will dislocate and i'm like oh fuck so i do live in the if my hip dislocated on a walk then that would be a big issue because putting a hip back into place is much harder than a knee or an ankle trust me mm-hmm. knees knees piss easy to put back into place just smack it on the side and it goes back into place ankles normally just bounce straight back into place anyway um but it is essentially basically me not having any working muscles holding my joints together so they're just going to be taking a fuck ton of k-tape with us and just hoping for the best yep and the thing is that my knees my knees are the worst and then it's my hips and then it's my ankles the kind of upper body of me is pretty shit but i think because i use my legs more than my arms it's you know that i don't have as much fear but one thing is though is that we're gonna be walking a lot when we go to races in countries that are warmer than the uk and as soon as i get heat my joints get even more flexible which is not good because they're already very flexible so i'm messaging and i'm like bros i've just kind of like realized this um do you think i can bring crutches on the plane because sometimes i need crutches like i could wake up in the morning my hip and knee could be dislocated because of the heat like i've just slept and because they've been dislocated while i've slept it then causes um pain and um just like an inability to walk on my leg in my joints and if I wake up one morning when we need to be at the track at a certain time, I can't go, yeah, guys, sorry, I have to lay in bed for the next two hours while um, my joints recover so I can walk on them a little bit, a bit limpy, but whatever. Mm. I need like immediate quick fix, which is take that bad buy up, strap it up, get on the crutches, get out the door. So, um, yeah. yeah, now I have to call my doctor who will put me through to my bone doctor because I have a specific bone doctor because of it, because um, I could damage I the bones. I don't think airlines are allowed to say no to you having crutches. They're, they go through security. They're not, but, yeah, but you, you have to, to have um, yeah, medical stuff. So like you need um, a medical note from the doctor and then you need to contact the airline. The issue is, though, is that it's a quick fix, if that makes sense. Like, I'll be on crutches for two days and it's done. But if that occurs literally the day before we fly out, I'm fucked because I need them for that process, especially if we're going to be waiting in lines. I need them because I need to stand and I won't be able to stand. So I'm going to have to go to my doctor who's going to have to go to my bone doctor who will then probably contact my physiotherapist who will then contact me to come in for an evaluation. She vomits every time she checks my joints because she always checks my hips. And basically, essentially, if I'm laid flat like this and my hip is like, say this is like my leg 
here it can go all the way back so like say this is my knee and then keep going all the way like round and down almost doing like completely like that um every single time she retches and then lets go of it um and goes yeah that's a bit flexible isn't it I'm like yeah she like, did that hurt and i'm like literally no that's the experience and um that's a that's a lot isn't it yeah mm. and then she'll put the information back to my bone doctor who have to then bounce it back to my doctor and i'm gonna have to make sure that he can write me like almost a six month long note so that i don't have to keep going back through the process every single time i want to go to a race yeah so I, it's not gonna be a fun you, process um you um disability you take your hip do i yeah i take my hip oh my god can you show me how to tape your hip because yeah. my i really need to take my and i i just cannot figure out how to do it um but yeah why not do you guys want to <laughs> do i guess who before we move into what's coming up that's cool. so see, okay i do not know how difficult or easy this one is oh god um i actually think this one might be genuinely quite easy mm. louis hamilton no Ayrton Senna. no oh that's not brazil related probably the man we don't speak of which one there's a lot of, there's a lot of man we the, don't speak of. the man the brazilian man we do not speak of oh i don't think she would put that in fact number one is yes. this driver started this driver started karting at eight years old. Stop it with the karting! I don't shit about the karting. What a shame. Team of Glock. Is that a Glock? I don't know. That was. Is that Glock? That's literally why I'm making that. Was that like 10 years ago that was yesterday? Hard, 12 years ago uh, yesterday? Maybe. It would have been. Maybe. Wait, no, it's 14 years ago. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I can't do math. Nice. <laughs> It's not 2020 anymore, babes. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish it was. Well, no, because that's COVID. Yeah. That leave my depression to spiral again. No. Okay. Fact number two. This driver started his racing career racing radio-controlled cars. So before he ever even did karting, <laughs> he was racing radio-controlled cars. What do you mean this might be easy? How Lewis. the fuck is this easy? Lewis. Fact number three. This driver went to school with a Premier League footballer. Oh, it's definitely... Lando. Maybe. Mm. Premier League know, footballers started... come from all over the year, all over the world, guys. Yeah. You can say I, UK, I so we know they're British. It's... You were going to say UK, they're British, so it's Lando or Lewis. I said all over the world. She's all over the world. No, you were going to say... She she went, they come from all over the... All over the world, guys. No, because I was thinking whether they come from all over Europe or whether they come from all over the world and then my head was like Christian Pulisic. (laughs) The LeBron. I was going to say LeBron James of football. (laughs) Okay. um, In his six years of karting, he won a championship in four of those years. So there's only two years of karting where he did not win a championship. This this is not helping. <laughs> I have fuck knows about karting. I still say either Lando or Lewis. Um, this driver is a GP2 championship winner as a rookie. 
So in his rookie year Lewis. of GP2, he won the GP2 championship. Lewis. So let's just start. You won the last oh. one? Yeah, it's probably Lewis, but... This driver is considered the GOAT of Formula 1 with seven championships and 103 wins. I said it even oh, before You said it on the second one. Huh? She said, she said, I said it even before the Yeah, he literally said... No, when she went Lewis Hamilton, I went... No. <laughs> I was like, shit! Yeah. Brazil, man, man is Brazilian now, so... Yeah, literally, exactly yeah, what I was like, is. needs Lewis Hamilton, guess who, to lead in the fact the man has just gained Brazilian citizenship. He's going to win his home race. Oh, please, I would cry. Oh, I would back. Please do it. Can we backtrack, though, to the fact that this man started racing by racing um, radio control cars? And he was very... Have you seen that little video of him? I have, and it's always funny (laughs) to me. But it's like, no, he was actually really good. Like, he used to win pretty much every time. He still loves to do it, his little face. (laughs) Oh, I love Lewis Hamilton so much. It makes me sob. He's brilliant. Gonna start crying. Yeah, I can't believe though he's you now wanna... a Brazilian so citizen. Yeah. Do you want to do the quiz now? Oh, can do. We can go straight into the quiz if you want the quiz. Is it about karting? Because then I stop. Why would the quiz be about karting? I don't know. <laughs> you should start like getting your brains up to date with karting. I didn't give you anything to do with karting last oh, week. Oh, they're, they're all fucking statistics. Me and statistics don't go. Oh well. yeah, there is some statistics. Ah. Not I surprised. can't tell you how many points are up for grabs here because I still don't have like a, me... a board. Oh, it's still me writing on my subject. For God's sake! Sorry. Hang on, I need Can to get pull. the note up. Oh God! With I would love to get right. I've got so much coughing today. Oh. Celeste, Naomi, who's going to come out on top today? Okay. Are you guys ready for a no. quiz? Okay. That was easy enough. Question number yeah. one. In 2019, yeah. Max Verstappen became the first Honda-powered car to win at Interlagos since which year? So a Honda-powered car has only won the Brazilian Grand Prix yeah. twice. One of the times is in 2019 with Max Verstappen, and the other is in blank. Yeah. Jesus. Oh. I do think the numbers, like, so the year you guys are guessing and 2019, the numbers look really sick next to each other. Fuck. Like, I think, like, aesthetically, the two numbers next to each other look really cool. That's just, like, a fun little hint. <laughs> okay. Um. I need going from uh-huh. what I can remember to be Honda Team. That does, does not look aesthetic. Oh! You oh. put me up with that. I've lied. It was there was another year, so one of the things thing oh. it was. No, 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 no. This this question's still co- like correct. I just mean that um, there has been a couple other Honda powered things that Oh no, it was at Interlagos, so I was correct. Yeah, I just went with a year that sort of makes sense for Honda to win, but not quite. Are you guys ready? ready? Yep, hit me. With yeah, 
1973. <laughs> Celeste was the closest. It was 1991. Oh. 1991 One. which is why i think it looks quite cool because it's 1991 which is 19 and then 19 backwards with 2019 19, 19, oh, I, 19. I was the way you said that i was like 90 20 and then i was like that's not even possible it was i know i literally um, i wrote that it was air and senna in the um what's it McLaren called no, no, yeah in the mclaren honda right. Um, yeah, because you did also have Alan Prost in the McLaren Honda and Nelson Piquet in the Williams Honda, but that wasn't at Interlagos. That was at a different yeah. track. I knew it was going to be McLaren. I just... We've only been at Interlagos yeah. again since 1990. And that was Ferrari. Won that year? Oops. <laughs> Maybe that's why I wrote it down. It was just in my brain somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> Question number two. Yeah. How many years was Brazil the final formula one race so like Ooh. it was the finale of the formula one season for yeah, how many yeah. years wait say sorry i wasn't listening say the question again how many years was brazil the final formula one racing race of the season Jesus. i yeah, can't speak english mm. I'm, I'm not allowed to have no clue. I have no clue. I'm just going with a little random. I'm just kidding. Oh, that's a lot, though. Wait. Yeah, it's not as high as you think it would be. Okay, I had 25, but that's not going to be it. Because, okay, so we've been there <laughs> since... Really we've been there since 1973. Yeah. And it was originally one of the first okay, yeah, races. Was it was one of the first races for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Hit me with it. Five, eight, nine. Katie's correct. Ooh. It's five. Ooh. Let's go, Katie. She may be dying, but she's winning so far. Yeah, it was five. I'm so happy. It used to be one of the first, and then it got changed to the final race of the season, which we saw Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel both take championships there. And oh. then. Uh... Why did I choose that number? <laughs> I couldn't hear um, me. And then Abu Dhabi was introduced to the calendar in 2009, and obviously Brazil lost its place as the final race after that. Ooh. Me too, because it makes the perfect final race. Oh. Bring, bring it back as the final race, I say. Yes, please. 100%. Track is gorgeous. Okay, so this one is a nice little 50-50 for you. You've got a true or false. All right. Since Mercedes returned to the sport in 2010... Both drivers has, have always reached the checkered flag. True or false? In, in general or at Sao Paulo? Uh, yeah, in, in Brazil. In Bra since, Merce since Mercedes returned in 2010, both drivers have always reached the checkered flag at the Brazilian Grand Prix. Oh. Trying to think if I... I'm just trying to think of Bottas. Yeah, I'm in so Poor Bottas! Yeah. No, but come like and go. Yeah, but, but yeah. Uh, I hate to break it to you as well. Two thousand and ten mm -hmm. was was that my, that was and Michael Nicole. Schumacher and Nico Rosberg. Mm. We only had four Mercedes drivers. No. True, false, false. It was in fact oh, false. Fuck. Uh, Bottas Woo. actually ruined that streak in two thousand and nineteen. So from two thousand and ten to <laughs> two thousand and eighteen, both drivers had always crossed the finish line. Um, and then Bottas binder, um, and yeah, 
Shit. Uh, broke the streak. Oh, when did he pin it? Huh? When did he pin it? 2019. Yeah, like, you mean how? how did he pin it? Hang on, I'll tell you. Match Stappen won that year. And Lewis Hamilton oh, won his sixth. That... Yeah, no, now. Oh, yeah, yeah I remember. The ring. Oh, yeah. Hi, Luca! Luca! Hey, yo, baby! Hi, Luca! Oh, <laughs> so adorable. I wonder how good Luca is at quizzes. <laughs> Not good. As a cake, it's just like, no. Okay. You never actually listen to people. We are going back to 2019 again here. We're having a lot of 2019. A lot happened in 2019. No, a lot happened in 2019, by what, the way. No, what are you going to ask? Nothing. Jesus. Oh, okay. No, during, during the 2019 Brazilian Grand Prix, two drivers took their first ever podium oh. finishes. So their maiden podium finishes. This was the first time since 1994, by the way, two drivers took their maiden podiums the same day. What two drivers were they? Oh, that's God easy. Yeah. Wait, sorry, but again. Oh, sure. During the 2019 Brazilian Grand Prix, two drivers took their first ever podium finishes. Which two drivers were they? See, I also thought this was easy, but I wasn't sure if the first three yeah, were easy. Yeah, I'm not, not gonna lie. Easy. 2019 well, was. Do you mean you mean, do, you mean the official results, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Katie, okay. Katie, Katie, you don't embarrass yourself again. <laughs> Katie, please. She didn't forget the shoot. I didn't watch 2019. I didn't, oh, no. I didn't watch it. Nor did I. Oh. I was not even in 2019. I know, but I don't. That was that was the funniest podium finish ever. The, the celebration in the paddock was really cute afterwards, though. It was. It really was. I, I was really, I actually really sad that he didn't actually go get to go onto the podium, but like... You just said 2019 and I was like, oh my god, you're going to ask about the four No, I know, literally. As usual, as you went, there was these men, these men, these two were mine. Podium. I, was, I was already like, right, Pierre Gasly, Carla Sainz, Pierre Gasly, Carla Sainz. I had like an image in my head because it was so funny that Monza 2020... It was Pierre and Carlos because I'd seen the photo before. Mm-hmm. But because that's where Carlos wasn't actually on the podium, and then he went back with the team, right? Yeah, people are yeah, yeah. people are right on track for for the Moto GP ten. Okay, so this is the this question is the reason why I couldn't tell you how many points were for grabs. How many Brazilian oh, yeah. drivers have yes. won? the brazilian grand prix and you can name as many as you can you get a point for each name you can name okay so how many brazilian drivers have won the brazilian grand prix that's one point there for what the answer is and then name as many as you can a point for each name you can name think 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 does uh lewis hamilton now count no that's what I, I put in as a driver. No, Lewis Hamilton does not count because he was not considered a Brazilian driver at the time. Okay. And he also races under a British licence. And not a... Brazilian. Okay. But... Oh, oh, yeah, just checking. Uh, I know the number. You know um, the number. I know the number. We finally, I know one of the names. Now, now we finally have, like, 
of Brazilian back in Formula One. Like it's been so long. Um. Oh, I'm just. The caffeine is finally hitting me from the coffee and the monster. I need coffee really bad. I've got to go in and record as well when I go. Did he won? I'm just trying to do everything. Did he won? Did he won? Did he won? Shut up. But did he won? But did he won? I'm gonna kill you off. Does that mean Alex Lynn is now Alex won and not Alex win? Sorry. <laughs> I'm so excited to see him race in Le Mans. Le Mans. That's literally my, my only like. What if he like, doesn't go? Oh. He is. He's racing in where? Okay. But they're two separate series. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Actually, fuck off. Oopsie. They're not. Hang on. No, because what? they always go WEC and Le Mans 24 hours because Le Mans 24 hours is recognised as its own event. It's in the championship, bro. Okay, it might be in the championship, but it's recognised as its own event as well at the same time. Yeah, but it's... So passing. get to fuck. If I, I will be collecting much Cadillac merch during that because I'm not buying that from the US. <laughs> nice. And I need it for my mans. I'll be getting... Um... And Porsche. Porsche <laughs> My other man's. Are you guys finished yet? Bloody hell. Yeah, I'm I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, what have you got? What number have you all got? Four? Oh, I have a number. Well, you've got technically five there. One, yeah. but I'm not counting Hamilton. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, well, it is five, so I missed one. Five. So, uh, point for Naomi. Hang on, point for Katie. It was yeah. Emerson Fittipaldi. Right. Which did you all yes. get, you all got Emerson Fittipaldi, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. got Emma. One, two, three. Um Nelson Piquet. Yeah. Yeah. One. This is so I don't Um Ayrton Senna. Did you all get Ayrton Senna? I'd be concerned if you didn't. Yeah, know, seeing as he yeah. was the one that won the 1991 one. Um, Felipe Massa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as much to your dismay, it is Carlos Pace. Rubens Barrichello. Rubens Barrichello. Rubens Barrichello is the only Brazilian driver to not win the Brazilian Grand Prix. Yeah, that's what I came to before. That's why I came to before. Because I didn't, I don't know. It's really thing. upsetting, isn't it? That's a we horrible statistic. Yeah. So put him back in a car, let him win the Brazilian Grand Prix. Call yeah, it a fucking day. I actually do. I love Ruben so much as well. Okay, I'm going to give you guys five up and five down on this next one. Okay. <laughs> and your hint is, is that it's the lowest or one of the lowest of the entire season. Okay. That's your hint. That the answer to this is one of the lowest of the entire season. Corner count, isn't it? Oh, okay. What? Corner count. No. Cars finishing the race. No. Oh. Any more guesses before uh, I read it out? No, no, no. Sorry. Go for it. Of teams that have won the race. No. 
there's been a lot. The answer's a per- the answer is a percentage, if that's anything. Okay, go for it. Rain? No. What No, that's not what rained a lot in Brazil. What <laughs> is the probability of a pole sitter winning in Brazil? Mighty. So you um, can have five up and five down. So obviously, say the answer is twenty-five. You could have anywhere from twenty to thirty. So, what is the probability of a pole sitter winning in Brazil? Jesus. Uh, don't forget your hint was it's actually one of the lowest of the season, if not the lowest of the season. That is proven by um, go, like, by uh, Lewis Hamilton when it going from last to first last year. Cheers, well, my what? boy. If that happens again this year, I may just to be honest. I would evaporate into thin air. Thin air. This is the last question before the bonus one, by the way. And the bonus one's less we'll need her notepad out again. <clears throat> Ow. Oh. Really no clue. Are you guys ready? Just... Yes, yeah. Hit me yeah. with it. What you got? Ten percent? Forty four percent? Thirty two percent. Fucking hell, Naomi. No, really it was well. it was thirty six percent. So you get a point because I said you get five up, five down, babes. Yes. Okay, thank God. That now means say, like, that Naomi and Katie are on equal points. So Celeste, you've got some work to do to catch up, babes. Yeah, I'm down at the bottom. You're on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, compared to Celeste's six. Oops. Okay, your bonus question. Make sure your notepads out, Celeste. Yeah. Name as many Brazilian Formula One Grand Prix winners as you can. Okay. Do you want to know how many there is to guess from? Can I go on the other page? Yes, of course. (laughs) That I've already got the name written on that I'm going to be using. (laughs) That's fine. Um, Yeah, do you name as many Brazilian Formula One Grand Prix winners as you can? Do you want to know how many there is to guess from? Yeah. On what? 25. I was going to say from 25! Yeah, you got from seven, 1973. Um, the only time they've missed a race since 1973 was in 2020 because of COVID. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. And to the thing, so there's Brazilian, Brazilian Grand Prix winner or Brazilian winners? Of winners, Grand winners of the Brazilian Grand Prix, as you can. <laughs> I understand. To be um... fair. There are a lot of names that you should know. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. So basically, seventeen, seven, eighteen, eighteen out of twenty-five. Technically, nineteen out of twenty-five. If you listened to me in one of the other questions, um, are name notable names that you guys should. No. No. For sure. And then obviously the others are pretty notable as well, but um But like they're big names in the sport. Because I remember that probably. Yeah, I'm gonna have to Me one one. Because I can't concentrate. Did I have yes. Right. Um Poxate. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. How many do I have? 
Who's got what it takes to make him? Okay. I think I'm pretty solid. How many you got? I'm not. I'm ready. I got 19. Oh, 19 out of 25. Yeah. What years do you think you've got up to? Well, I definitely got the last, like, until 2000. I think I got that. <gasps> I know one more. Mr. Annoying. But there's no way to speak annoying. about Sebastian Bell. That's really rude. No, it was not Sebastian Bell. <laughs> oh, and him, of course. Oh my god, you would have killed me if I forgot. Did you forget the 2012 no. winner? No, Did you? I you forgot! You forgot the 2012 winner! I didn't forget. He just didn't pop up my mind as soon as the rest. Oh, sorry, he just but slipped that... my mind. Okay. Sorry, I forgot I... about your one true love forever. I have a, I have 21 now. I have that I man tattooed on my fair. body and you forgot about him. Oh, uh, table chair is testing in Super Formula next. Interesting. Wait, did you just ask who, who is... Naomi? Huh? Did not. you just ask who Celeste forgot? Yeah, and then I wrote his name down. You forgot him too! Guys! Yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't alive for most of his fucking career. Okay, as it should be. Yeah, exactly. You don't forget Jensen Button's name and get away with it. <laughs> it should be. Excuse me. There he is. It's upside down, so it kind of looks like 605. No, 605. Wait, um, as... Dude, to get a Fun fact, um, this one here, 2008, was one in Brazil. Hello! I think I surprised myself. I swear to God, if you've forgotten the same man that them two have forgotten, I am quitting I them. I didn't forget. I wrote him down before we went to the answer, so I didn't forget. Okay, I but they both well. prematurely... But, ooh, so you're missing four. What did she... How many does Katie have? 21. 21. Okay, well, yeah, we're, I'm not winning anyways because I'm behind on points and I'm not going to get off. I've got 17. Ooh. That's Katie's set up for the win if she got everyone. Okay. Do you want us to name them? I. Name do you them. want me to... Is it easy if I name them and go through and you guys check them off? Right, yeah. And I just hopefully trust you guys that you're not. so angry at this. Well, I have the list. I can send it to yeah, you. Yeah, I <laughs> Nice. Okay, so we're going to go from 1973 down. Right. So 1973 and 1974 was won by Emerson Fittipaldi. Yes. Yep. 1975 was won by Carlos Pace. Yes, yeah. you told me that in the earlier question. <laughs> yep. reason I know. 1976 was won by Nicky Lauda. Yes. Yeah. 1977 and 1978, and I'm going to butcher this man's name, so I apologise in advance. Was won by Carlos Rutman. I didn't get him. Reutemann. Yeah, well, I got Thank him. You. I I can't roll my R's, so only because it reminded me of a newspaper that I read once, and it was like the similar sort of name, and I was like, okay. I don't know. He also I, I he did also win in 1972. However, um, that was the year that it wasn't classified as a Formula One World Championship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you remember from last week, 1979. Also going to butcher the name, so really sorry. Was won by Jacques Lafitte. No, I Jacques Lafitte. Oh, no, I Lafitte. Didn't. Lafitte. 
Lafitte. Yeah, uh, Lafitte? Lafitte? <laughs> Lafitte? <Lafitte>. Nicholas! <laughs> Nicholas! L it's L A L A F F I T E. Lafitte. No, that's my That would be Italian. He's French. He's French, so they normally like oh. miss the last letter of the end. Lafitte. It should be Lafitte. Lafitte. You are right. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was going to say my French is pretty good. So, yeah. I guess. Okay, 1980 was won by Rene Anu. Who? You cut out. Oh. Rene Anu. Arnau. 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 It's I French, so they go. Oop. Oh, I always thought on that. Um, 1981 was won by Carlos Rootsman again. No, 1982, 84, 85, 87, 88, and 90 yeah. was won by Alain Prost. He is the Alain most Prost. successful driver at the Brazilian Grand Prix with six wins. Somehow, I don't know, but I still feel like Alain Prost is such an underrated driver. He is. I think oh, people yeah. like don't mm. people don't talk about him a lot. No. And they should. Yeah. I don't know if he's underrated as well. People talk about other drivers on the same like level of like world championships as if they were like miles well, above f- him when they weren't. I feel like the championship was so much different then. Yeah. And like the cars and the rules. Nineteen eighty three and nineteen eighty six was won by um, Celeste's favourite person, Nelson Piquet. Uh, you can't throw me into this. This Okay, this is lies. <laughs> Sorry for that. No, you're, you're not saying that I... That's just rude. Celeste really doesn't no. like Nelson Piquet, by the way, guys. No, I don't. <laughs> stand him. None of us here can, because we don't stand racist. We all hate him. Um, 1989, Nigel Mansell. And also 1992 was also Nigel Mansell. Why did you say his name? Why did you say his name? I, it's because I was also reading the fact that he won in 1992 and realised that you I'd... Say it, you say it like Martin Rundle used to say Vettel. 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 That's because that's how it Fettel. is. That's how it's pronounced. It's Vettel. No, no, no it's Vettel. Vettel. It's with an L. No, it's Vettel. No, it's not. Okay, either way. Nigel Mansell, 1989, 1992. Mm-hmm. 1991 and 1993 was Ayrton Senna. Hang on. Yeah, this next man's ones I need to scroll down to be able to see them all. 94, 95, 2000 and 2002 was none other than Michael Schumacher. Yeah. Um, 1996 was Damon Hill. Yes. Ah, he was one I forgot. Don't worry. 1997 was Jacques Villeneuve. Yeah. Oh, 98 and 99 is the man you guys love to forget, Mika Hakkinen. I no, I do I do love to forget him. You I guys remembered Mika Hakkinen for once. Incredible. Do you know what years he won his world championships? You'd like just say. I just said what years he won the Brazilian Grand Prix in. She's not all about the championship because the last the time. in 1988 and 1999. 1988 and 1998. 1998 and 1999. <laughs> I was going to say, since when was I born in 1988? Yeah. I love Mika. I love her. She's literally my favourite person ever. 2001, David Cuthard. Yeah. Oh, bollocks. 2003, um, yes. Celeste is going Go to have
Celeste's going to have to correct my pronunciation here. I think I know who um, you're going to say. Giancarlo Fisichella. Giancarlo Fisichella. Fisichella. There we go. Busy. Um, 2004, 2005. Juan Pablo oh, Montoya. Fuck. It's so Fuck. bad of it. 2006, 2008, Felipe Massa. 2007, yeah. Kimi yeah. Raikkonen. Yeah. 2009, oh. Mark Webber, and 2011, yes. also Mark Webber. Mm-hmm. 2010, 2013 was Sebastian Vettel. Yeah. Oh, 2012. Yeah, go for it. We know. I got him on my list. Jensen Button. Jensen Button. Yep. Yes. He's on our list. Um, 2014, 2015, Nico Rosberg. Oh, sorry, Sebastian Vettel. He also won in 2017. Sorry, Sebastian. I haven't scrolled that far down. 2016, 2018, and 2020, Juan, of course, our new Brazilian citizen, Lewis Hamilton, and 2019 was won by Max Verstappen. That is all 25 of your Brazilian Grand Prix race winners. Oh, I got 23 at the end. Yeah, 23. 21. 15. Ugh. Wait, I missed. I can't believe Alonso's never won. Wait, how many did Katie get? 21? Yeah. Oh, I got 22 because I missed three. How many did Naomi get? 15. Okay, well, Katie won that by. Ended up being by like two points, I think, in the end. Human. 21 plus 9 is 30. 15 plus 9 is... I got 22, bitch. Yeah, I know! I'm getting there! You said 21. Yeah, because I was going up from Katie. You do not have 9 points for this. Yeah, you bitch. Yeah, yeah, Katie won by 2 points. Naomi ended up slipping all the way to the bottom there, babes. Oh, I redeemed myself. (laughs) You redeemed yourself. Redeem. Who do we think is winning the Brazilian Grand Prix this weekend? And why is it Max yeah. Verstappen? Because um, the world. I hates was going to say I hate to say it, but it's probably going to be Max. Lewis, I have hope. I George, George is going to take one for the team and crash into the pulse and Max Verstappen on turn one well, and get the, him out the race. The pulse is only have a thirty-six percent probability of winning. So exactly, it's technically so Max better. Max on pole. It's on pole. technically in Brazil better. To I mean, we know Lewis start on pole. I mean, yeah. we know he's not going to start from. Um, well, if he already got taken out of the sprint race. Oh, it's a sprint race weekend, though. Don't yeah. Oh. Yay. So, guys, if you're so watching this, excited. qualifying is on Friday, not Saturday. Don't forget. Uh, Saturday is basically a free day for you to do whatever the fuck you want because nobody cares about sprint qualifying. There's no point in them doing a qualifying. Whack is this weekend. Wack finale this weekend. I'm so excited. Celeste, did you note the championships that are coming out to play? I have the championships. So we obviously have one point. Well, yeah, that's yeah, we're getting there. We obviously (laughs) have the hypercars. Now it's no surprise that Toyota is on number one with 147 points, and Alpine is right behind them with 121. Um. It's not going to be a surprise that Toyota's probably going to win that. But whatever, we'll get in a good championship next year with the new hypercars coming up. Then we have the LMP2 standings. We have Jota on the first place with 114 points. That is 
Antonio Felix Costa, in case you want to know. Let's go, Antonio! <laughs> and we have United on the second place with 86 points. So I don't know who is in either of these teams. All I know is Antonio Felix Costa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. We love Antonio. Um, just wait, so do much. you know who's on the two teams fighting for the championship off the top of your noggin? Yeah, so we have Jota, which is Antonio Felix Costa. I think. Oh, sorry. Antonio I was going to say, you're wearing the bloody you jumper. Antonio Felix Costa. <laughs> I'm so jealous of that. Love it. I think Roberto Gonzalez and Will Stevens will probably do drive that car, but I haven't seen yeah, it. They will. Before. Yeah, they will. And then we have United, who is second, which is Joshua Pearson, I think, and Oliver Jarvis, who is driving that. The only um, good United is the 23 United. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, LMP2, that's still between two cars as well. So because of an eight-hour race, they're getting 38 points instead of the normal 25. So there's still a lot to catch. Let's um, go, Antonio! The absolute crown championship of this series is the GTE Pro. It's obviously the last year of GTE Pro uh, because many are moving to the hypercars. We have Ferrari AF Corsa on the first place with 120 points. And I'm very, very close behind. Mm. We have Porsche with 119 points. One so point, baby! One Let's go! Point We're taking it! Oh. We're taking it! I had a stinker with my OGP this weekend. It's only fair that I get something! Well... Anything! <laughs> to be fair, with the Ferrari-Porsche battle, it's always been very close till the end. Uh, with one point, it's even closer than last year. Last year, Porsche won, but they got a penalty, and then Ferrari won, and it was one fucking big mess. So I'm just hoping for a sensible, chilled, race. yeah, chilled race with and Ferrari no mess. Chilled race. For Hold on, chilled for whack. Yeah, last year Funny. that penalty for Porsche Funny. came in the last ten minutes of the race, so it, it wasn't. That was... it, I sure. can't deal with pain this week, that's for sure. Uh, well, me neither, because I really want Ferrari to sign off this GTE Pro journey on a good way. I want Porsche to sign Porsche. off this... Um, <laughs> no, Porsche, no. <laughs> the, fa the fact that they're behind on points, while Ferrari has had a shambolic season with BOP, that's just... Yeah, I just want oh, you have actually done. Yeah, that BOP is running us over. Porsche! <laughs> Uh, Porsche, right, and then we have Porsche, Porsche. the GTE AM, which is both the Aston Martins uh, fighting for it. We got what's this? Look, yeah, we got Ben Keating, uh, Ben Keating's team on the first place, and then we have the team of Northwest EMR on the second place with a points difference, I think, of twenty. So that's also still up for grabs with the thirty-eight points to be scored for the first place. So yeah. All the championships still need to be decided, which is really fun for the last race. I it's it's going to be like it. When championships go down to the last we race. We love it. Yeah, and especially because it's an eight-hour race and there are so many points to get. It's open for everyone, so that's really yeah. nice. Do you want to know what my one of my favourite last race of the season battles has been for the championship? What? Uh, it was 14 years ago. It was 14 years ago yesterday. Um, thank you, Timo Glock. For the tattoo. <laughs> oh, is that clock going slowly? Clock. Thanks, Glock, for the tattoo. <laughs> so, yeah, work is going to be interesting. And I hope it's the same this weekend where I get to see Ferrari fans cry. 
We won last year. We can win it this year, even though are we gonna do like. With... Are you gonna do like a WRT in like the last lap of Le Mans? Just... I'm not looking forward to that though. No, we're not doing a Le Mans WRT. <laughs> no, thank you. Isn't that where they did the whole like 23 hours and like 58 minutes and then just like yeah, DNF Which died. Yeah. Painful. Very, yeah, very that painful. was really sad. But then Robin won Le Mans. And... Yeah. Robin you can't look for goods in a negative like that. Yes, I can, and I do, and I will. <laughs> that because, um... must have been like I think I would have actually just like stopped the car and gotten out so and just bad. stood in front and waited for another car to hit me at that point. <laughs> but the thing was, well, the thing was, is that Robin and his team were literally leading the whole time, and the only yeah. reason they weren't leading at that point was because they had is- issues with their car already. And they mm-hmm. couldn't put the car up on its jacks in the pit stops. And they had to use a manual airbag yeah. to put it up on its, like, thingies to change mm-hmm. the tyres. Um, and then um, it was... Who, so who was it? It was uh, Kubica... Kubica! 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 And wow, you Fier. got that one right for the first time in your life. Oh, you know. Um... And then obviously Robin, Ferdi, and Charles Malisi, then one. Yeah, I love I love both I loved both WRT cars that year. So it was like a oh, <laughs> and you still get enjoyment off of them DNFing that close to the end. No, I didn't get enjoyment out of them DNFing. I got enjoyment out of Robin winning. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Poor Robert Kubica. I wrote what did Robert Kubica ever did... do to you? That man deserves the world, and here you are celebrating his failures. Oh, no, I did not. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. If that happens, I won't lie to you. If that happens while we're there, the 24 hours of my life, if that happens again, I'm walking out. <laughs> I am gone. Believe me, I can tell you that. In the 24 hours, there, you're going to get heartbreak. I'm so excited. Oh, I don't want to cry. I cried too much cry. already. You will, you will cry. Gonna, I've never done a 24 hours without. Yeah, we will cry. No, exactly. I'm going to bet money that Michael Fassbender is one of the pay drivers in Mate, one of the cars, and I you'll... will see him spin in person. <laughs> I will see him spin. I, 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 I went, I went, he's going to spin. Fucker spins on the outline. No, I still don't yeah. know who Michael Fassbender is. Have you not watched X-Men? X-Men? No, I have not watched X-Men. Why would I watch X-Men? I hate men. It's part of Marvel. And it's, it's not. It's called, men. <laughs> it's called, it's called it's X-Men. Okay? X-Men. Oh. What do I hate most in the world? Men. That's yeah. why I'm bisexual. Most, yeah. Because I hate huh? men. Sorry, I can't yeah. hear you over someone shouting over I men. hate men! <laughs> we are the most cultured ones here. <laughs> hey, hey Celeste, bro. Love you. Love you. We can continue Love hating men. X-Men. Yeah. X-Men. Bisexual because I hate men, but like also. Women. I like. Certain men. No! I hate all <laughs> men. I hate men. I just like what men come with. Maybe? I don't know. Why do I like... This is how you know sexuality is not a choice because I'm bisexual and I hate men. Okay? That's how you know sexuality is not a choice. 
with it being half nine in the morning. <laughs> half nine in the morning, I'm ranting about how sexuality is not a choice on a podcast. I just want to go to sleep and I have to go into uni. And, uh, uh, well, very quickly, NASCAR has been finished. Championship is done. Joey Locano really? won. Yeah, yeah. NASCAR's oh, over. Joey no, Locano won the championship. I know very close. Oh, that's quite nice. Yeah, it was close at the end with Blaney right behind him, but I think he's never going to be allowed to overtake him. So, Joe Logano won. Championship is done up until February. So, that's quick NASCAR Wait, update. Okay, so from me and the uh, World Endurance Champion, uh, Antonio Felix da Costa, we'd like to say goodbye. Thank you guys for stopping by. Don't jinx it. Uh, no, no. What, what, happened, <laughs> what happened with Stoffel Van Dorn? Do you remember? Do you, I'm, I gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna insert the photo here, by the way, which is us joking about the situation. Um, but I Thanks literally <laughs> so when we were at Formula E and I met him for the second time because I met him the day before outside. Um, we were talking about the fact that um, I'd written Stoffel Van Dorn world champion 2022 and he was like you can't jinx it and i was like babes i'm speaking it into existence it's i'm not jinxing it <laughs> i am <laughs> oh i love that man so much i'm just so physically <laughs> speaking your championship into existence and he was just like okay you keep speaking it into existence for me and i'll race it to win it and i was like you yep. do that and he was like if i win it we know why and i went yeah exactly and what do you do he won the championship. He won it. I spoke it into existence, so we're doing it now here. Hello, Antonio. <laughs> Antonio, you can, you can win Antonio. it in work. We love you. You know you love us. If you win it, all I miss four Antonio. of us need Formula E paddock passes. Yeah, Antonio. Fair, Antonio. Antonio uh, could also win the driver's championship. Oh, he's on eagle, yeah, eagle points with Gonzalo. Go on, Antonio. Go on, Antonio. I'm so proud of you, brother. So, yeah, they could win the driver's championship. So. Okay, All anyway, right. me and Antonio Felix da Costa would like to say thank you guys for stopping by, um, joining us for the podcast. A lot of Mate GP talk. Um, let us know how you did it in the quiz below. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, please give us a five star rating because we deserve it. Because we put a lot of hard work and effort into this, and we give you guys lots and lots of information, and we give you fun quizzes and guess who's, and you should just, you know. Do it for us. <laughs> oh, just now I made being the odd one out now. Yeah, Neil with her stupid. Anyway, we will see you guys Friday for our first Motorsport Explained video with Celeste, um, all about super licenses. So if you've ever wanted to know anything about super licenses, you will find yes. out literally everything you need to know about it this weekend. Um, and then we will see you again next Wednesday for we'll see you again next wednesday for the brazilian grand prix and the WEC finale podcast yeah and then oh my god and then do you know what the following friday is next friday is not this upcoming friday next friday it's part one beer of beer pong <laughs> oh no the chaos if you guys if you guys have seen if you've seen jenga beer pong it's just the, a next level of like chaos up. It's in after, yeah, after and that that is a two-parter because of how long it was. How um, much chaos? And then, 
from there we have charades then we have charades which is about seven times the fucking level of beer pong if you thought beer to be fair the ending of beer pong so part two of beer pong is just horrific like it's actually chaos there is an fia logo over me for like 70% 70% of the video <laughs> because my skirt just keeps turning round and the slit just keeps going right where my vagina is and I'm <laughs> <laughs> not getting banned on YouTube for that so yeah, yeah. Antonio yeah, like... Felix Costa says Porsche for the win and oh, we Danny. will see you guys <laughs> we will see you guys where next week when Celeste is probably laughing at us all for being Porsche fans so <laughs> adios amigos love to you all I'm sat in the middle <laughs> Ciao, mi amore. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Ciao, Bella. 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 Ciao, Bella.